0: Yes, sir. What up, what up? Welcome to the Good Joints Podcast. I'm your co-host, BDB. And I'm your co-host, KOC. Go! And this is our podcast where we give you our take and our perspective on certain topics of our choosing. How you feeling today, my brother?
1: Man, I'm good, I'm good. What about you, bro?
0: Oh, man, I'm, I'm lovely. This is our... Introductory episode where we basically let you get to know about us and learn where we're from, our background, and things. Start off. tell them about yourself, man.
1: Man, my boy KOC Go, man. I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana, uptown 11 Ward. Oh, man. Um, I'm a music artist Do all kinds of music, I'm a songwriter. Man, oh, uh, I do movies as well. I got a few uh movies out there and stuff like that. And man, I, I'm a people person, bro. Like, I love talking to people, current events, serious things, things from the past, stuff like that. So, you know, laughable uh, kind of guy, man. And uh, I just be kicking it, bro. I'm a gamer too, though. You know what I'm saying? I rock with those video games. So, what about you, B2B?
0: Um. Born and raised in New Orleans, Louisiana, still reside here, your yeah, average UPS man trying to figure a way out, you know, I'm intro, you know, into gaming, you know, more of a, on a strat- strategic, I'm sorry, more of a strategist, like to think about things and analyze and break things down, look at it from different perspectives, you know.
1: That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, man, what's going on? What's, what's been going on with you lately, bro? What you getting into?
0: Oh, man, nothing too much. You know, they had the Strawberry Fest down here this weekend. I don't know if they're bringing the French Quarter Fest back, but uh, I didn't hear anything about it. But, you You're know, talking about right? Yeah, yeah, the Ponce Strawberry Fest. I didn't participate in any festivities this weekend. <laughs> just taking it light, resting, and, you know, you know how it go.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You ever been there before?
0: Oh, yeah. I've been there a couple of times, you know. Get them cheap strawberries and that good old strawberry wine. You know how it is. <laughs> what about you? What you got going on out there? What kind of festivities in Houston? Man,
1: really, bro? Like, I just really been hitting the studio lately, and, um, putting together a, a few pieces to go to, uh, to get ready to go to this trip in Orlando, you know what I'm saying? Going to Disney and stuff like that. So I just been, uh, I just been chilling, man. Uh, I shot my short film recently and stuff like that. So finishing on my project, two piece in a biscuit. So, um, other than that, I just been grinding, bro.
0: Oh yeah. You got any, uh, other plays, uh, Productions coming up, film-wise?
1: Yeah, I got my own. Um, I started doing my own thing as well. Uh, It's called The American Nightmare. So it's going to be a series. So I knocked down series one, and uh, we wrote series two. And um, shout out to Courtney Washington. You know, did a thing on writing series two. Well, episode two, shall I say. And uh, we're going to knock it down, man. We're going to do all six episodes. We're going to put them out there. And uh, we're going hard. Plus, I got a film. That I was in, um, called Fair Play, and next month is going to be on every streaming platform. So, y'all could pick that up, Fair Play, man. It's going to be on every streaming platform next
0: month. Y'all watch out for it. It's going to be big. Y'all keep an eye out for it. Hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, man,
1: I've been hearing something lately, bro, and I just want your opinion on it. All right. So I've been hearing. talk about um, having a seat at the table. I've been hearing that basically all my life, right? So what's your take on people um, having to do things or people wanting or yearning to get a seat at the table? And I'm talking about I'm speaking in general.
0: Um, Getting a seat at the table. Um... I would say that people don't really seek the individuality of themselves. They want to more so blend in, to be on the inner crowd, you know, want to look like the lookalike instead of being that free thinker. And to sit at that table, they'll sacrifice who they are and what they stand for just to be at this table To find out that it's really nothing, you know, it's kind of like wanting to go to the top. You know, you go to the top just to find out that it's lonely. Hmm. And at the end of the day, you separate yourself from everybody to be considered, what, the greatest, a winner? But it's like, Hmm. you can't share that moment if you separate it from everybody, you know? But that's how it is, just to sit at that table to be a wannabe, to be accepted, where you probably really ain't accepted, but you know. Mm. What about you? What's your take on it?
1: Man, I'm more like um, I believe that you know, a lot of people that want to see the that want to sit at the table. I believe that they they really don't realize that they have all the tools they need to. Create their own table, <clears throat> right. right? So you know they could build their own table. You know what I'm saying? So they have all the tools that they need. But a lot of people they don't want to put that work in. And you know, like you said, they're rather blending with everybody else. But you know, opposed to you know putting that work in and building your own table and having more people that's really like you at your table. You know what I mean? Right. You know. It's something like that, man. Like, um, I looked at... um, I'm looking at uh, Tyler Perry, for example. You know what I mean? So, yes. you know, think about it. That man built his own table. You know what I'm saying? now people want to sit at his table. You know what I mean? So, and a and good part about Tyler Perry is that he actually give people a chance. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people in his films... Man, those people don't be having, like, no big names already. Maybe some do, but the majority don't really be having a big name already. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the world don't know who a lot of these people are, and he put them on. You know what I mean? So, at the end of the day, no matter what anybody will say about them, you gotta respect that. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got, because I don't see, honestly, I don't really see anybody else doing that. Maybe they are. Look, maybe they are. I'm just saying I don't see anybody else doing that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I think that people people will, will sacrifice will sacrifice whatever to be included. You see what I'm saying? Like they'll sacrifice whatever to be included amongst a certain group of people who probably don't even give a you know what about.
0: Them. Because the right. minute they
1: stop being hot, it's over with.
0: Well, you know we crazy. You know it's like a big trait for humans, you know, we, we want to be accepted no matter what.
1: Right.
0: <clears throat> right. 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 I told you Yeah, I this is It's really crazy when you just sit back and think about the whole thing of just wanting to have a seat at the table. Right.
1: Yeah, man. I've been hitting it all my life, bro. So, what's been going on? What's been going on out there? What you been hearing out there?
0: Some gunshots and sirens. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, you know, it's, it's it's crazy down here, but it's it's crazy everywhere, you know. Mm. And there's something that's basically unavoidable. All right. you can do is just know how to move and stay safe, lay low.
1: So, let me ask you but, this, right? The piggyback that right. you just said. So what would you tell a newcomer that's moving to New Orleans? If you could name, if you could give a list of rules, five rules, what, was the, what, would, those, what would those five rules be for a newcomer that's moving to New Orleans? Huh. Five
0: rules for a newcomer that's right. coming to New Orleans. It's coming to New Orleans. Five rules. Stay away from Bourbon Street. Mm -hmm. Stay away from the backside of the quarters. Mm -hmm. Learn your streets as fast as possible. Learn your red zones and your safe zones. Mm. Uber as much as you can because they will take your car and probably Mm. kill you behind it. Mm. And the the last thing Get gas and mettering.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. So let me ask you this. Out of the five things you name, what's the most important one though?
0: The most important one? <laughs> Learn your areas. <laughs> Cause it's like a wolves, then you could just wander into the wrong spot out of just for the sake of exploring. They get ran up on They run down on you because they know you're not from there. They know you not from the area or whoever. And you pray.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah. Y'all hear that, man. Learn, man. Know your areas. In New Orleans. Know your areas. Uh, but you know, you may think it's all peachy and people are friendly and stuff like that. It's like. This is what I feel like, bro. I feel like Louisiana, period. I feel like everybody have on a mask. I feel like everybody have on a mask. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, at certain parts, certain times, man, that mask come off. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, New Orleans, you know, in the daylight, yeah, they get busy in the daylight too, but and the daylight, yeah, you know, it's chilled and a little more fun, and everybody enjoy themselves and all this and all that. But those masks can come off real fast. You know what I'm saying? Those masks come off real fast, bro. So, and it's just a mentality-type thing. You know what I mean? So, whenever you hear um, you hear the most dangerous three words you will ever hear in your life, the most dangerous three words you will ever hear in your life is, I fail play.
0: Oh yes, sir. Yes if sir.
1: If you ever hear those three words, Brought, leave town and don't come back. Don't come back. Don't even pass through New Orleans, go through the North Shore. I 12.
0: Get out of town. Stay yeah. coming for your top.
1: Yeah,
0: bro. But most New Orleans people is like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Lot of them nice, not of us nice. nice. Till you rub us the wrong way.
1: <laughs> yup. Yep, facts, facts,
0: facts. You don't even know the other person. <laughs> facts. Not at all. Yeah, so, man. Mm-hmm. let me ask you this. I hate to jump into this. It, this is an overused topic now with you know, Will and Jada, but when is the right time to defend your woman? Wow. <sighs> Man, that's a good question. That's a good question. I'm going to tell you this.
1: Honestly, every you have to know I think that you have to know exactly what point um, at what point you need to defend it, right? So you said when it's the right time. Really, every time it's the right time. But you got to know when and when not to overreact on certain things because certain things don't even require defending based on what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, because some people will take to their head like in any little thing. Oh, I'm going to defend my woman. And it's also certain ways you defend your woman. You don't have to do it with violence. Nah, I'm I'm no, look, I'm going to keep it a buck. Sometimes it takes violence. I ain't about to sit up here and sugarcoat nothing and act like I'm just, nah, sometimes it takes certain types of violence. I'm not going to say all types, but sometimes it takes certain types of violence. Defending your woman is situational. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's based on what happened to let you know what you need to do. Because you could be like, I'm defending my woman and overreact, and that shit could end up very bad. You know what I mean? So, you have to actually move accordingly to what just happened. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like also, another thing too, like, if your woman know how you get down, she should defend you as well. Because if she know that you would get busy for her, nah, baby, look, chill out, chill out. It ain't even, you know what I'm saying? That ain't even worth. You know what I mean? What he just did or what he just said or whatever, that ain't even worth you going over the edge. Because if something happened, I may lose you either way. And then who's going to defend me?
0: That's real. That's real. You know,
1: if you go to jail or if you dead, who's going to defend me then? It's open season then. Like, you know what I'm saying? So if she knows you get busy, she's going to grab your wrist, put her hand on it. like, hey, hey, chill. look, Like, relax. Chill. I'm good. Chill. Chill. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes, bro, just soothing words will kill a whole altercation, though. Just telling somebody, chill. Chill. We good. Chill. Matter of fact, let's go. Baby, come on. Let's go. Let's go. Chill. Like, you know what I'm saying? Let's go. That's all you got to do, bro. It's that simple. But if you don't do that and shit go left, you know, maybe you kind of ain't giving you know what. You know what I mean? So I don't know. What you you think, though? What's your take on it? I,
0: I agree with you it's no right time to defend your woman, but, but like, any time's the right time, but it's a manner in which you handle things. So like in right. Will Smith's situation, it may be a lot better had he pulled Chris Rock the stage to say, hey, look, you know, apologize, whatever, whatever. And everything would have been Gucci, like he still would have been Will Smith instead of being slandered and drugged through the mail I'm um, through the through the mud. But <clears throat> on the other hand, you know, if it was like at a public place and he was at Arby's getting a sandwich and somebody say something about Jada and he decided to bat somebody up, then oh that's totally different. Right. Because he's outside of that professional environment. Right. Like you Right.
1: But it, hey. <clears throat> what were you about to say? Hey, I'm saying I totally agree, and I'm gonna tell you this right. What made the joke, <clears throat> um, what made the joke a joke to be remembered, is because of what Will did. Nobody would have remembered that joke, bro. I promise you that. Nobody, I oh, no, no, no. don't that Nobody, because it wasn't even a joke that, a you know what I'm saying? Now you already said, it? come on, bro. Nobody would have remembered that joke, bro.
0: All the jokes he cracked on Jada, nobody can tell you about none of them jokes. But they can, oh, they go over this, like this G.I.J. joke, everybody gonna remember the G.I.J. joke because it's mm-hmm. a joke he got slapped behind. Mm-hmm. So, do you think? That will gets brownie points for slapping Chris Rock.
1: You know what? I'm gonna tell you this. I think he get less brownie points from slapping anybody behind what he's slapping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I get it. It's Chris Rock, but if he would have slapped anybody behind that, like, come on, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because it wasn't that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, You could have said that joke. You know what I mean? I mean, I could have said it as well. I think, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, he get less brownie points, you know, behind it, Which and I'm going to keep it a bad. You know, I hope those two brothers actually patch that up, find some kind of way to patch that up. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, bad enough, bro, like, bad enough. I don't want to segue this, but bad enough when you look at your day-to-day people that's not celebrities and how we doing each other like dogs out here, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you having people of that stature on that level, you know, getting down like that, like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we make it out of what we out of to not live like that no more. You know what I mean? So, you know, what it is, I just hope that because at the end of the day, they role models, bro, you know what I'm saying? So, I just hope that You know, they find a way to actually patch that up and kind of put it behind them. You know what I'm saying? They saying that they banned Will for 10 years. Man, I don't give a – you know what I'm saying? Like, Will Smith probably don't, you know, care about that shit like that or whatever. But, you know, I don't want the Oscars to be the ceiling for what we do. And when I say we, I ain't just talking about – I'm talking about people, Period. You know what I mean? I'm talking about people, period, though. Like, I don't want people to be like, dang, I can't go to the Oscars, or I'm not nominated, or I don't win. Oh, dang. Nah, man. You know, eh, everybody can't win. Everybody can't go. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it is what it is, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just hope that, you know, they find a way to patch it up and stuff like that and just, you know, and just move on.
0: but, But somebody of, like, Will's stature, you know, as successful he as he is in the film game, you you would expect someone like him to have more ownership on the Ooh. film side of things, like maybe his own studio or
1: Ooh, you know something on, of
0: now. that nature. Hold on
1: now, hold on. You, you talking <clears> about <throat> something? Now. Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I was I would expect him to have more ownership to make himself more bulletproof.
1: Well, let me actually. Why do you think it's like that? with most historical, um, um, actors, especially black actors, why do you think it's like that?
0: Um, I feel like once they get hot, you know, uh, get that status that they want to get. I think they get comfortable, and instead of owning, it's like they know they're gonna have work forever because I'm a Denzel, or I'm a Samuel. Hmm. Like, it might feel like, "Hey, I'm gonna have work forever because I'm me, and nobody can't do what I can do because I'm me." Hmm,
1: it's about like you know ownership and um actors, you know, why haven't they, you know, um why haven't more actors open up film studios and stuff like that that we know
0: of? Oh I believe it's because they got comfortable, you know. I feel like they decide not to own because they're getting the work and then two, who knows, owner studio may be more Price is is more you know you may have a bigger reward, but it may be more pricey on the other side, so some people just decide to say, Hey, I'm gonna just go to work and get paid just to be in the movie instead of owning the studio also
1: hmm. hey that may you know what hey, that makes sense that makes sense. They may not want the headache of uh, owning it and. And all that other stuff, and having to pay uh taxes and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? I, you know what I get it. I, you know, well, I'm gonna tell you this. I think, I think I get that because, like, um, maybe they don't have control um with their own career, and maybe they're relying on doing auditions and getting selected to do these films and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, you know, the money ain't guaranteed, you know, because you're not guaranteed to get picked in the movie. You know what I'm saying? So, um, unless, like, you know, they come at you and stuff like that and you got to basically do good every single time. You know what I'm saying? For that next director to be like, you know, man, let's get him because, because of what he can bring to it. You know what I mean? So, um, I feel like if there was hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars up to where they actually have that cushion. I think that maybe a few more would because, honestly, I think it's going to take more than, like, a $100 million. Like, you know what I mean? Because, at the end of the day, those people live a lifestyle, too. You know what I'm saying? They live a certain lifestyle, as well. So, and that lifestyle costs, you know, we may not see it, but I don't Honestly, I don't think they riding around in a Toyota Corolla or, or living in an apartment paying two thousand dollars a month. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't think they living like that, you know what I'm saying? So I think that they probably looking at the bills and like the dead, like just like the day-to-day folks, you know what I'm saying? the bills and um and how much they making, you know what I mean? And and they have to land that next day. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, me if I'm tw- million dollars up it's gonna be mcdonald's and subways all through this month like you know what i'm saying so you know (laughs) that's how it is man. that's how i look at it
0: and then what i'm noticing too a lot of actors and actresses they scale down as opposed to scaling up so instead of owning the big studio like tyler perry owns they would go and scale down into like independent films and independent movies. Mm. And it doesn't, that doesn't really take as much as what a major production film, company of film, you know, would take.
1: Right, right. It don't. It don't. I know some of them some of them, man, <clears throat> They be blessed, shall I say, to if they own or if they do their own independent film, maybe like a Netflix to pick it up and they probably be like, you know, we're gonna buy we gonna buy this film film from you and we're gonna pay you like ten, fifteen million. But Netflix may make like fifty or sixty million off of it. Like you know what I mean? So, you know, even with the ten or fifteen million, they gotta pay taxes on it. They gotta pay the agent and stuff like that. And you know what I'm saying? So you Know it ain't quite 10 15 million after you know, after and you had to pay all that, but look at what Netflix is gonna make off of it, which is it's business, you know what I'm saying. So, you know, I get what you're saying, or they'll scale down on it because I think that they just want to play it safe, you know what I'm saying. But you know, like they said, you know, scared money don't make no money,
0: you know what I'm saying, not at all, not at all. And everybody ain't meant to be power players in the game, you know? Facts. It's only very few. Facts, facts, facts. Facts. Yeah, yeah man. I... Oh, go Oh no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You had any questions?
1: Yeah, man. I was looking at um I was looking at about uh about Nike and Foot Locker. Like, give me your uh, thoughts yeah. on that whole situation. Like, when you first um, heard it, how did you feel when you first heard it? Cause, and I'm asking you this because I know what Foot Locker did, you know, the role played in our lives growing up. You know what I'm saying? Foot Locker was the spot. You know what I mean? So, um, tell me what you think about that. and tell me why. You, and tell me why you think Nike did it.
0: Uh... I think Nike did it because they, they had so big of a name and so much clout now that it's like, hey, if we pull away from the third party, we can do this without the third party. It's almost like it's almost like a rapper going independent from the record label, you know? Right. Nike breaking away from Foot Locker is like a rapper breaking away from the record label. Hmm. Even though they have their own website. And they have their own, you know, Nike stores. Those exclusive shoes and stuff still gonna be hard to get with or without Foot Locker. But now it's just direct to consumer. And it may not be the best thing, in my opinion, because with tons of Foot Locker getting out the shoes, you got out more shoes. You think Nike's gonna be able to get off as many shoes as they would selling through themselves, just themselves, as. You know, as for back in the past when they sold through themselves and Foot Locker. Hmm. It's like a It's like the dime It's like the dime of the mafia cutting its biggest drug dealers. So it's like Hmm. how you gonna move it without your biggest movers? So
1: oh okay. So let me ask you this, right? All right. You think Nike became bigger than Foot Locker?
0: Do I think that Nike became bigger than Foot Locker? yeah. Yeah. Cause everybody don't buy Nikes from Foot Locker, so I would say, yeah, Nike is Bigger than Foot Locker. Because, yeah. like,
1: with that departure, right, what is that going <clears> to <throat> do to Foot Locker?
0: It's going to hurt Foot Locker. How bad do you think it's going to hurt him? Uh, Pretty bad. Because people wear pull and stuff like that. But most of the people that buy their Pumas don't buy their Pumas from Foot Locker. Uh, even the people with Crocs. People with Crocs don't buy their Crocs from Foot Locker. They go to the Crocs store. As, as much as I've been to Foot Locker, even working in the mall, I've never seen nobody buy a pair of Crocs from Foot Locker. And then with the Pumas, most people go to Academy to get the Pumas. Academy's Dick's. Those type of stores, Rack Room shoes. I haven't seen anybody go to Foot Locker and a store like that to buy some Pumas. Not saying that it isn't people that that don't do it, but it's not too many.
1: Hmm. Dang man, yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you. That's gonna that might be a, it. Might be a fatal blow for Foot Locker, bro. It might be a fatal blow. I'm gonna just keep it a bang because we Box, like when you look at foot locker, bro, it's mainly Nike, right? So for Nike have that Coca Cola effect. You know what I'm saying? When you walk in a um store, you'll see other drinks, but guess how many Coca Cola's you're gonna see? You know what I'm saying? Not too many. You know what I'm saying, like, like for instance, like, like if it's five refrigerators full of drinks, right? All right. Three of the, refriger- three of the refrigerators gonna be Coke, or Coke products. Maybe three, three and a half, because Coke. Like, if you think about a soda, what the first soda come to your mind?
0: Coca cool, Cola, uh, Sprite, some type of Coke product.
1: All right. You know what I'm saying. So you know. Coke has cornered the market so well, bro. Like you know what I mean? And I'm going to keep it a band. Coke not the best tasting one, but I think it's the more addictive one. You know what I mean? So what it is is that it's like when you look at Nike, Nike like it's a house, it's a real household name like it's a it's a it's a statement, you know what I mean? So we look, at, we look at the biggest athletes, you know, who they with mainly. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like Nike over over time, Nike did what they did so well, bro. You know what I'm saying? To the point, Nike like, you know what? We don't even need y'all. Like, technically, and you know what's crazy? Nike probably been through that. But their contract probably was up. You know what I mean? Nike probably been through that like four or five years ago. Like, yo, hey, after this contract up, we could do this on our own because it's reported that they're going to build over 300 more Nike stores in America. Now, based on how big America is, 300 stores, not a lot. But it's also a lot of Nike stores in America already. You know what I mean? So, man. That's gonna be a I think that's gonna be a fatal blow for foot locker, bro. Cause bad enough foot action closed down. You know what I'm saying? It's no more foot action. So and, and foot locker own foot action. It's foot locker, foot action, and champs.
0: So do you think champs is gonna take the hit, also?
1: Of course. Because if you do a contract with Foot Locker, that it, champs is included. Because Foot Locker own that too. Oh, think, man. A, think about it, right? That's like if I said, look, when they said um, Eminem this Michael Jackson, and Michael Jackson turned around and bought Eminem catalog. Michael Jackson didn't buy Eminem catalog specifically. Michael Jackson bought into the major label that m is signed to. So it's like whatever whatever major label I co-own I own everything that you know what I'm saying I, I own everything that's up in there of course. So when you look at Nike they strike a deal with Foot Locker well Foot Locker own champs. So you know we're going to spray some over here we're going to spray some over there. You know what I'm saying so you know Man, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy when our kids make 15 and full, I could be looking like, uh, at least foot round. Like, you know what I'm saying?
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> you know, it's going to be like, know, like, man, just, bro, I know the stories that we're going to tell, like, bro, this used to be the place to be, you know, what happened? Nike pulled out.
0: <laughs> and we seen the downfall of the at least foot. That turned into a hood corner store now for at least foot. That used to be a boomer spot to go get shoes.
1: Man, you ain't lying, bro. You could you could buy a whole loaf of bread out at least foot.
0: <laughs> yeah, they just fell off. You can go in there and buy outfit jeans, city cap. Yeah bro. And some shoes.
1: And you know you know it's the you know it's the hood store because the 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 t shirt the shirt you gonna buy gonna have all kind of, like, designs and logos. They're gonna have uh, purple teddy bears and all that with a gun in the
0: <laughs> hand. Oh, man. It's, it's, so much of a, it's so much of a hood so that the mannequins doing in jail house poses, man. It, it <laughs> fell off.
1: Man, you ain't lying, though.
0: Yeah, oh, man. I can't buy nothing from here. Uh, I don't know about when this you one. Man-
1: when your mannequin sang in his pants, bro, Yeah. It's a- <laughs>
0: It's over for you.
1: Yeah, you need to go in there and shop as fast as you can, bro. Yeah, bro. But yeah, man, like, you know, so I think, I think, I think for Locker, that's going to be a, it's going to be a fatal blow, bro.
0: It's going to be a tough one. Unless they can get some cold-blooded Pumas in there, that's going to sway the hood. I don't know. Right,
1: right cause when you go in for Foot Locker, let's just be honest, who you mainly see?
0: Sour Nike, 80% Nike.
1: Right. And you mainly see us in their that banner. That's what you mainly see. You mainly see minorities in their brand. You know what I'm saying? So you take Nike out, I'm going to keep it a band. I think the people more loyal to Nike than it is to Foot Locker.
0: Oh, yes, indeed. Do you, know? do you think, do you think that Journeys is gonna be on an up and up, or you think Journeys is gonna stay in that same bracket that it's already in? Because you know Journeys don't really sell Nikes, but they have a bunch of banging other shoes.
1: I think Journey, I think Journey is in a league of its own. I think Journeys have no competition. Like, I think the formula that Journeys have, I'm going to tell you the best thing Journeys got going for for them. Journeys is like the McDonald's play place of sneaker stores. When kids see that, they got to go in there. So if you walk in Journeys, right? Yeah, they have some nice things. I'm going to keep it a band with you. When men go in Journeys, it's not like we be like, oh, I have to go in Journeys. Like, Journeys is like women and children mainly. Don't get me wrong. Men can shop in Journeys too but compared to like what they have for the kids and the women bro <sighs> look at the back wall of Journeys and see if any man item the men is exactly in the front of the store probably to your right hand side when you walk in there they got that little corner right there but then you got women. You have all the Doc Martens. Men wear too, but you have the Doc Martens. It's like, I feel like journeys do this. Men get the regular degular. But women and kids? Come on, bro. Come on. They do it up for the kids. They do it up for the kids for sure. You know what I'm saying? They do it up for the kids for sure.
0: Kids always have the best colorways when they come to shoes. Kids and women.
1: Yep. Yep. They do. They, You know, the men, we get the regular regular, bro. Like, I promise you, next time you go on journeys, look at the men's section. And look at the women and look at the kids, bro. You're going to be feeling left out, man.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, we always get the shot into the sticks when it comes to the fashions. We got to look high and low. But, you know, think about department stores. You go into Macy's. Women get a whole floor. facts. We we get a corner and we then the rest corner. of the floor is like shoes and perfume cologne.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, they know they know <clears> what to do. Like for women and kids, it's accessories. Men is just clothes and a few shoes. But women, it's accessories and all the extra stuff. And kids, man, they got a whole toy section that makes it, bro. They know it's like mm-hmm. it's like this, right? It's like this. Stores figured it out. Stores figured it out. If you want your store to make money, put a toy section. I don't care what you sell in the store, put a toy section in there. Put a toy section in there. And I promise you, bro, like. A lot lot of times women and people coming up with their kids, their kids going to be drawn to the toy section and they going to pick up something. And you're going to make some money. And you may make more money off the toys than the other products you're selling. But get a toy section.
0: That toy section causes friction between the parent and the kid. If you don't want your kid to cut up in the store and be embarrassed, you better grab something. I'm t- bro, I'm telling it's, you, it's,
1: it's so real, though. Dog, it's so real to the point to where when you in the stove and you know you're going in there to get what you're getting coming up out of there and you with your kid, when you get to the section you know they're going to cut up at, you either walk fast or you avoid the section completely. You will walk all the way to the stove to not pass up that section.
0: Over oh, yeah. There, I
1: ain't going over there. <laughs>
0: Once they see a toy, it's over. It's that over. friction.
1: Yep, it's over with. You know, kids don't, you know, they don't really follow the rules. Like, they play it cool until they get you there. Hey, look, I'm not going in here for X, Y, Z. I'm just getting this and getting that eye. As soon as they get in there and see it, they're completely the f- about what you said.
0: Oh, especially, if, especially when they see that candy. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus.
1: And look, you know what? Damn, it's some, It's funny that you said <clears throat> that, too, though, because guess where they put the candy at?
0: By the cash register. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they put the candy by the cash register, bro. They put it by the cash register. Man, that's crazy.
0: And they put all the good stuff at the bottom, so the kids can grab it. All the Snickers, and they put the they put the Tic Tacs at the top. The shit that nobody don't want. Yep. They put all the good stuff at the bottom. Facts, facts. All the nasty candy at the top.
1: Dark chocolate with mint. That's at the top.
0: <laughs> oh man, that's some old folks' candy right there.
1: Yeah, man. That's at the top, though. You know, it's a It's all a strategy, though. It's all a strategy, man.
0: So I got one more question, last question of the night. How do you feel about this small decline in the gas prices?
1: I mean, of course, I'm happy because I got a car. But, uh, man, we've seen it before. So, I don't want to act like it's new, because we've seen it before. If I'm not mistaken, if I'm wrong, wasn't it higher in the recession? Wasn't gas higher in the recession than it was when it peaked this time? Because gas went up to $4 in the recession, right?
0: Which recession are you talking? In
1: 2008, seven,
0: eight. Mm-hmm. I know. I think gas had just hit like three dollars. I want to say
1: oh, it hit like three dollars.
0: Okay. Yeah, I want to say it. it was it was like high twos, low threes around that time. But okay. now, you know, four dollars, right? And then on the West Coast, it was like six thirty. I heard. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah.
1: Well, I'm a, what I feel about it, I'm excited that it's going down. Plus, I advise everybody to get the Fuel uh, Rewards app you know what I'm saying so you can actually save like 15 cent on your gas and stuff like that i advise everybody to get it. like that will come in handy cuz every time you use it every time you pump gas you know you're going to save at least 5 cent on a gallon so at this point you want to save anything anything you can save you know what i mean so um i mean honestly bro like i think that it should just make people more disciplined cuz it's like if you don't have to go somewhere you know, we we're not living in the times right now where you just riding around, just free riding, like hell no. Nah. <laughs> Anywhere you go to you gotta have a motive not, nah, bro.
0: <laughs> oh yes, but, indeed.
1: Yeah, that's my opinion on it, dog.
0: Yeah, I know I'm happy it's going down, but I would love for it to go back to what it was before this uh Inflation started. I would love for it to just, I would love for it to go back to a dollar. If you honestly, if you ask me, I'd be happy with that. Man, I have eight of gas cans around here. I Ain't gonna lie to you.
1: <laughs> yeah, bro. I'll be gassing it up, though.
0: You, oh man, road trip every weekend. Come on, that's what we need. Yeah, you, you'll just be riding to be riding, then for sure. Oh, man, I But I'm hoping to go back down, you know, Sam's have it for cheaper. Walmart definitely has have it for cheap. And, you know, if you go to Walmart and go in the store and get a, uh, a gas card, uh, I mean, a gift card, and then use that gift card at Murphy USA, you know, it takes three cents off each gallon.
1: Oh, word? I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. You go to Walmart, you know, the gift cards are free. You grab a gift card and just put the money on it. When you go to Murphy USA, it takes three dollars off, $0. three cents off of each gallon. There's little things you can do to try to save on the gas.
1: Oh, I didn't know that, man! I didn't know that. We got to get that out there to the people, bro. I really didn't know that. All right, so get them. Okay, Murphy. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. So, is it effective at Sam's as well?
0: Um, no, Sam's gas is. Already, right, this kind of says you're a member of the Sam's Club. But okay. just Murphy, I know Murphy USA and Walmart for sure. Go to-, go to Walmart, get the gift card, load it up with some money, and use mm. that Murphy USA. Hmm.
1: Okay. I'm glad you said that. I got to
0: get that out there to everybody. All right. That's the end of the first episode. Wrap it up. Let us know what y'all think. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to be checking back in with y'all, man. Yeah, we'll be recording releasing episodes weekly. So give us a follow. Give us some feedback. Let us know what y'all think. We checking out. Let's get it.